finally here. Everything looks good so far. Just what's went into getting to this point? Well, I think I think uh, the fact that we were able to make it through the entire summer without any uh, situations, I think that's a great testament to, number one, the, the people who had a lot of input into our plan. I think we had a good plan. And then I think our coaches and our kids did a tremendous job of, of working that plan. Uh, they did a good job of following the guidelines, making sure that uh, we did everything possible to get ourselves to this point because our goal at the end of it was we wanted to be able to get to August 10th to, be, to, to make it to the fall season so that, that we could start and, and make those steps to be able to get back to being in competition again. How much concern was, was there trying to go through this? Cause, I mean, you guys are the biggest district in the area. You guys didn't have to shut down. I mean, just how much was the kind of eggshells maybe just kind of let's see how we do? Sure. Uh, you know, I'd be lying if I said that I wasn't holding my breath a little bit, uh, especially uh, when we started to see some some concerns and issues with, with districts in the area. Uh, you know, it's kind of one of those that you're waiting for the other shoe to drop at some point. Uh, but again, I go back and I, I give all the credit to our kids and our coaches uh, for for the work that they did this summer and uh, and doing the things they needed to do and and being responsible with that. And so, um, I think I think we've all realized that for us to get to that point, there were definitely um, changes in our behavior that had to occur and and modifications in how we do things. And and I think it was. Uh, you know, how we stepped up, how our people stepped up and played our kids and, and our coaches. It, it was great. I saw a district this morning that put out if, that if their students went online, they couldn't compete. But you guys aren't aren't having that um, rule in place. I, what went into deciding how it would look if, if students did go online? Because Misha did leave it up to every district. What's best for them? Sure. Our, our belief was that if our kids if our kids are meeting Misha guidelines, we don't want to take that opportunity away from them uh, more so than than uh, you know we would have to. We want as many of our kids to have opportunities to be involved in activities, whether that be band, choir, athletics, all of those things. We want those opportunities available for our students. And so, if they are meeting what the state says, these are the guidelines you need to meet. We want to make that opportunity available to our kids. We don't want to say, well, if you live here, you can't participate. And if you live 75 miles away uh, with the exact same grades, the exact same type of enrollment and everything, you could participate. And so, uh, again, I think in our view of that, understand why people have the standards that they want to have for that and everything. Our feeling is that if they are meeting that MISHA guideline, we want to provide every chance for them to have that opportunity. I talked to, and we're in the story on Sunday, I talked to a kid from each of the five city schools, including the two private ones, and they kind of all said the same thing about wanting to get back. And they, they understand the heaviness of everything going on, but everything just kind of was taken away. What have you guys maybe heard from either through coaches or athletic directors about what kids are kind of, and parents are, thinking right now heading into the fall? You know, Chris, I think right now, um, I think there is a, a, just a, probably a burning desire on the part of a lot of kids to get back to competition, to get back to uh, being a part of something bigger. Uh, I think, I think that's what a lot of high school and, and middle school sports are about, a, a, you know, interscholastic activities. 
uh, I think sometimes we, we lose a little bit of that. And we get caught up in the winning and losing and everything sometimes. Uh, but I really think the, the important piece for us, it's not about college scholarships and things like that. The important piece for us is that kids are having an opportunity to be a part of something bigger than themselves, to be connected to a, a, a group, uh, to have the influence of other adults that maybe they wouldn't encounter during the regular school day. Uh, and I think that relationship piece, both with their teammates, both with their instructors or their coaches, uh, th those are huge. And I think that sense of belonging uh, and being a part of something is important. And I don't think you can, can dismiss the value of, of competition and uh, being active and trying to do things to uh, make yourself a better athlete, but not just a better athlete, but a better person on a daily basis. And I think a lot of really good life lessons come to our kids because of activities. And so, um, so I, you know, I, I, I guess I made a long answer out of a short question there, but I think it, it, the, the importance of activities go well beyond just being able to compete on the field. And, and following with that, um, did the story with the Wisconsin study, I think it was probably a week and a half now, and I asked some of the kids about the results, and I don't think they were part of the study at all. They weren't surprised necessarily by the results of the anxiety and everything. But was that kind of weighing on you guys in the sense of you guys know the mental and emotional side of this for the kids, even though you're trying to weigh the safety of kids, teachers, coaches, all at the same time too? Yeah, I – I think really that is that is the big challenge in this is that uh, we we definitely are empathetic to the mental aspect of this, the importance uh, from a mental health standpoint for our kids. You know, I talked about that being a part of something bigger, having having a reason to get out of bed every day, uh, and I think that's a, that's a tough piece. And so, uh, but the flip side of that is that we've tried to do everything we can. Uh, as much as the mental health aspect is important, we also have to be cognizant of the physical health aspect. And so um, trying to find that balance uh, and, and making it so our kids can come back to have those opportunities to, uh, to help with their mental health, but also making sure that we are doing everything we can to mitigate any, any opportunities to, to have harm to their physical health as well. And looking ahead to Monday, um, talked to some coaches already across the area in, in St. Joe, too. Um, what, what are some of the protocols that you guys have had to put into place? Are they just right with MISHA guidelines for the most part? Or I guess, what, what do parents and kids already kind of know about what's going to be expected now? Sure. We, we, we've got some fairly specific guidelines in place as far as, uh, you know, what, what's going to be required. We're, we're going to screen daily, uh, just as we've been doing all summer long. Some of the things are not going to look very different from what we've already been doing. I think uh, that's going to be maybe a benefit in that, how we've been uh, pretty specific with some things. Uh, also, you know, we, we're looking to CDC, we're looking to County Health Department, we're looking to MISHA all the time uh, because we can put guidelines in place today and those, those may get modified in a week. Uh, and so we know that it's, it's a flexible plan, but those are also the guidelines we're going to have in place. Uh, we're going to continue with the cleaning and sanitizing of equipment on a regular basis. Uh, you know, some of the small things, you know, we're going to, we're going to wash our hands every day prior to practice. We're going to wash our hands after practice. Uh, but we also understand that if we're getting back to competition, you know, we, we can't, we can't take a football and sanitize it between every play. We can't take a volleyball and sanitize it between every, every bump set and spike. And so, 
there are some things that are inherent with participation that um, we're going to do everything we can, but also understanding that it's not possible to be back to that point of competing without um, having some interaction that, that doesn't necessarily follow six feet of social distancing and things like that. But when we do have the ability to socially distance or when we do have the ability to participate in smaller groups, uh, we're going to do those things. Things like, you know, I think anybody who participated in athletics at the end of a practice, what do we normally do? Hey, we come together in a really tight, small group. We put our hands all in. We're probably going to not do that now. We're going to keep those things spaced out. Uh, the coach can still deliver his message at the end of the day, but we're going to spread out a little bit. So, um, and you see some of that in some of your major league sports. I think I saw a walk-off home run uh, celebration the other night, which was, a, it looked funny because it was a bunch of adults standing around 20 feet apart from each other, jumping up and down with their arms in the air, but nobody was high-fiving and, and, and wasn't chest, they weren't chest bumping or anything like that. So um, I think our kids have gotten some good practice with that over the last month or so. Um, so we'll continue a lot of those things. Just, just some things you don't think about, you know, um, making sure you're bringing your own water and how do we do when we need to refill water bottles, things like that. Um, we've, we've installed a lot of bottle fillers over the course of the summer in the district. So we've, we've taken some steps to be able to do that. And then obviously, you know, the cleaning and sanitation that's going to have to happen at the end of every day. And I should have checked with Misha before now, but it kind of got second put on the back burner. Is the nine practice thing still intact before competition goes? And I guess, how does that work if there are, I guess, hopefully not, but issues that arise? Sure. Uh, all, all of the guidelines are still in place. And I think that's the important thing, too, I think people need to remember is that, you know, we've spent a lot of time talking about COVID and everything. Uh, we're going to start practice next week, and it's going to be in the 90s again next week. And we still need to do those things uh, that we've always had to do for the safety of our kids at the start of the year. We still have to do heat acclimatization. We have to check wet bulbs and make sure that we are practicing under the guidelines that are developed uh, for that so that we do get our kids back into shape and condition so that, uh, you know, we can't be so laser-focused about COVID that suddenly now we have a bunch of athletes who are having heat-related issues because – we didn't follow those guidelines as well. So we're still going to continue to do all of those things that we've always done. Uh, the number of practices, that guideline is still in place. So, um, you know, if a student has something that they have to set out for a period of time, they're not going to be able to participate until they still meet the required number of practices, just as always. And I, I asked the students this one too, kind of after seeing what happened last year and everything just kind of taken away as fast as it did, there's a sense of every practice, every game kind of means a little bit more now, especially for the senior yeah. class. How is the balancing act of, you know, excited moving forward, but also knowing it could be out of your guys' control too if we're just told, hey, that's it. Right. And, and, and that's, I think that's the, you know, that's the nagging thought in the back of my mind or in the back of our minds as we go through this is that we want to do everything we can to obviously our goal is to get an entire season in, get the entire season in. Uh, but we also know that, you know, if we suddenly see spikes in numbers, if we see things happen in our community, uh, you know, uh, those things could be taken away the same way they were for our kids in the spring. And we don't want that to happen again. We want to do everything we can to do that. So I guess, uh, you know, uh, you hear over and over and over the three things, you know, wash your hands, wear a mask and, and socially distance. It, you know what, if, if our community wants to do what they can to help our kids be able to have activities, I, I, I would, 
I would echo those same sentiments uh, and, and where people feel about those things. Uh, you know, I know it's a, it's a polarizing issue for a lot of people, but um, that's the best information we have right now. And we're going to use that information and, and, and follow those guidelines. And again, we want to do everything we can so that our kids don't get that taken away from them again. And final question for you. Um, now that we're finally kind of here, I guess maybe on a personal level, kind of with COVID not on the back burner, obviously, but kind of having August 10th and teams tweeting out physicals are needed. Does it kind of feel like there's some type of normalcy, at least right now, that everybody is getting a chance to at least start something that, you know, we haven't seen in forever? Right. You, you know, it's, it's funny you ask that question. I always – I talk about school years always work. There's, there's a cycle with school year. You know, there's, there's kind of the, like you've talked about, the beginning of activities in August, and there's the anticipation of first day of school, and, and there are just things. There are checkpoints throughout the year. Um, and, and obviously with the way things happened last year, that cycle was tremendously disrupted. There, there wasn't that excitement about the last day of school. There wasn't that, uh, while, while we had graduations and stuff, it, it wasn't, it wasn't quite the same. There weren't a lot of the, you know, there weren't proms, there weren't things like that. And so, um, yes, this, to answer your question about normalcy, yes, this feels a little bit like we are starting to get back a little bit to some normalcy, uh, but it's some normalcy with some obvious, uh, you know, some differences. Uh, but again, uh, it's, it's one more way that our kids are being able to start to get back together uh, and, and, and we look forward to the start of school for those very same reasons, too.